Silly Goose Gang podcast. <laughs> I don't know anything that gets caught at the start. So we're back with Silly Goose Gang episode 67. And we're delighted to be joined today by Jeff Bosley, who is an actor and not an ex, but a former Green Beret and a former firefighter. So Jeff, thank you very much for joining us today. Cheers, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's, uh, my, my face starts from laughing before we started recording. <laughs> Pre-show, we're already great. Pre-show. This is awesome. Pre-show was excellent. The main show will be sketchy. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be shit. <laughs> Pre-show was really good. So uh, the stuff before this was the gold. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, yeah, man. Also, I speak to you. You're, you're. We keep saying this that every time we speak to our guests. It's like you've lived such an eventful and cool life. But again, it's true. We keep pushing this boundary we guess but yeah it's such a interesting life yeah i always like, i always say it's kind of like if anybody has seen forrest gump like if you watched forrest gump's real life if that was like a real life and you saw the whole thing you'd be like it wouldn't be that good but if you can just show the highlights it looks cool as shit so that's all i try to force feed is <laughs> in on are the highlights of my life <laughs> and then it looks really fucking cool and most of the time like i'll tell people what i've done and a handful of your guests i we know each other we've interacted and I guarantee they probably have the same thing where people think they're lying kind of about their resume or what they've done. Cause yeah. it sounds kind of fantastical. Like I know, like even like the whole former green beret and the former firefighter, that's like, take it down a notch, bro. You're not trying to pick up every girl in the bar, but it's just like, these are, these are facts. And, and yeah, they, they're very, they don't pay off. I don't, don't, that's just, just, just to stop that in the tracks. It doesn't help <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> in yeah. fairness though, based on the picture I just put on Instagram, you don't need help with the lines, Mr. Bosley. You are a jack. Well, if you, keep using, if you keep using those amazing photo shoots where I'm like <laughs> dieted for three months for one photo. Yeah. Like that's, we'll just use that as a, a catfishing. <laughs> that's all you need. We live, we live in the internet world, right? That's all you need is one good picture. Well, now, now you get the stupid like uh, filters, but now they're so good. They're almost like artificial intelligence mm. where now I was watching a, a girl, she had a filter on and, and it was just a conversational one. It wasn't like people putting on the stupid bunny ears and crap. It was just, it was fixing eyes and blemishes and all these things. It was like Photoshop that they do in movies, but for stupid Instagram stories. Now I can't trust anything now. You know, I don't even have a beard today. This is all filter. <laughs> I, don't even understand. I don't even understand why you would do that thinking that was the way to live your life like why would you because at some point somebody's going to somebody's going to wake up next to you in the morning real. and go huh! yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i don't i don't get like i i didn't get the again i'm old and crusty we're probably all not like in our 20s no. but like i didn't i didn't get the bunny or stuff like i kind of saw the humor in it for five seconds but it was obvious. It's not like I looked at a woman. I was like, I wonder if she really has bunny ears. But now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like those eyelashes aren't real. Are they real? Are your eyes even that? Co- you know. And it's what is the point? Like it's, I don't know. This yeah. is probably deep. This is deep and psychological. Sorry. This, this guess, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's true. We're like I, I don't. Yeah. <clears throat> all of you know. Actually, it was you know what my cousin was over um, at work today. So I, I run a couple of businesses and. Um, my cousin was over and he, he's got so much confidence in things that he can't do that he thinks that he can just do. And he literally said like, well, if, I mean, if, like my cousin was doing something. Yeah. Another cousin works with him. He's, you know, 43. And he, he just went, well, if you, if, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, he, he spent his entire life doing this thing. You can't, you can't do it. 
but it's like they live in this crazy world where they just go, oh, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. False confidence is yeah. brilliant, but then there's a tipping point where you're a moron, you know, like where you're going to end genuinely, up. Genuinely, like, uh, you know, the other day he thought, you know, he, he was talking about trying to beat me up. And it was like, <laughs> like, I've been, you know, you know, 15 years or whatever, like doing, doing boxing and, and then jujitsu. And you think, yep, yeah, I don't think you understand how little chance you have of actually being like, it's crazy. No. It's, this, it's this crazy world. That, um, well, that was always our running joke, and uh, any uh, McNamara and, and Jack will probably attest to this. The whole uh, if you don't know what you're doing, put on cool sunglasses and act like you do, you yeah. know, and that's that's the world we live in. And it's it's just put your nod your head and look it's, cool until somebody like you actually calls you out on it and buries them in the ground when they're like, Wow, I really can't fight. My bad. I, I think it was him. Um, do you ever watch the show Impractical Jokers? Is that I know it, yeah, yeah. There's so many times in that where they're, they're playing jokes and they have just an official kind of lanyard with something on it saying they're official. Yeah. And they just talk obvious bullshit to people and people go, oh, well, he has yeah. that, so it must be. It must be. Yeah. I've said it's, this it, a handful of times where I want to, especially be in the whole like, um, what was the show Ashton Kusher did where uh, he pranked people? Punk, punked. Punked. Yeah, punked. Yeah. Like I want to do the same thing, Get pull up in a panel van, with two guys in a uh, like jumpsuits with a lanyard and a clipboard and go into McDonald's or Burger King, like the 7 a.m. shift where there's no managers yet. And because now those fast food restaurants have some amazing flat screen TVs in the in the eating room and just walk in with your billboard and go, hey, I'm from corporate. We got to swap one of these out. And, and that kid will be like, OK. And you could probably just take five flat screens, throw them in the back of your van, never to be seen again and nobody we live in a world where nobody wants to they just bury in the phone and don't you know pay their own don't mind their own business that's yeah. um, and the minute you the minute you throw in overalls you become instantly invisible to 95 percent of the human exactly. population <laughs> and if anybody's always, watching the horror movies those are the ones you don't trust they're always yeah. in overalls like yeah. what, what's wrong with us that was um that was a that was actually a, a, a part of um, Phoenix Nights. I don't know if you you, you wouldn't have watched it in uh, in America, Jeff, but uh, Ali might have seen it. Mm. Literally, let, literally happened was some people turned up to uh, it was like a what we would call like a social club. It's like a working man's club, but it was like you know yeah, okay. a pound a pint and and just shit, but good, like really shit, but really good. And yeah. it was just guys turned up and and had overalls on and just took a TV away. And nobody questioned them because, well, they had overalls on. So why would you fucking, they had overalls. And that was the question. So when the, when the boss came back in, that was why it was funny. And he's like, what the fuck? And they went, yeah, but they had overalls on. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. And it was just, and it's exactly what you've just said. Like, Shit. I thought I was clever. You know what I mean? It just turned up. So, um, so yeah. That's, well, um, well, that was a joke in the military. Is like, there was these, uh, if that we everybody had, for some reason, everybody shopped at the same store for like these green notebooks. And if somebody comes talking to you, you just would open it up and and act, you're like, just like, just like, just a minute. And they're like, oh, he, he's doing, he's, he's, he's looking in his notebook. It's got to be important. I'll just keep on walking. It's the, the psychology of the human, of us, of us humans is it's so easy to crack sometimes yeah, <laughs> or at least had, dazzle us with bullshit, basically. We've had them, um, <laughs> and actually we, we spoke about him before, but yeah, Robin Dreek, who was a FBI's former head of behavioral analysis was saying this and his job, you know, uh, uh, he was literally saying, like people think that they're all different, and even when they think they're be everybody's being really different, you're still doing the same patterns. Yeah. You're still following yeah. the same patterns. Yeah. Um, like even when you think you're being wildly different, you're still yeah. doing the same shit. 
Yeah, um, we're, we're cattle. I mean, and, yeah. and this, this isn't a segue into Hollywood, but like one of the things I learned as I was older is you'd go into your auditions and you, you try to you do your own unique thing. And you sure as shit did the same thing the other 800 dudes before you did. And you're not that clever. You're not that unique. And it wasn't until I was auditioning people for one of my films. And I was like, wow, I bet every one of those people thought they just turned in some new Leonardo DiCaprio bullshit. And every one of them were like clones of each other. You know, we're not that clever. You know, we're, yeah. we're just not. Yeah. I suppose as well, it's that it must be a bit of a, a peer pressure thing, though, as you say, with if Leo is the popular actor, everyone does the Leo. Yeah. If, 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 if the rocks, the bit, everyone comes in with the shaved head and the, yeah. the tattoos, if everyone is looking for the next, you know, in the 80s, everyone was looking for the next De Niro and Pacino, so they were going down the method route and everyone yeah. was coming in. Of, it's like that um, uh, Dustin Hoffman was famously method. And when he was in, I believe it was Marathon Man with Sir John Gilgood, the great British actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there was a scene where uh, Hoffman gets tortured. So Hoffman stayed awake for three days. Yes. So that when he was on camera, he would look really, really like yeah. washed out, worn out. And Sir John Gilgood turned around and said, my dear boy, why don't you just try acting? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories. They tell us that in like every theater school I've been to, they, they tell that. And it's, yeah. I mean, it was I me thinking joke, it was being unique again. Yeah, I always joke like I don't have kids, but I've, I've, my family's had kids. I've been raised, you know, like some of my closest friends. I help watch their kids. If a kid can sincerely believe they are GI Joe or whatever to their fullest extent of their being, hmm. we're not keep this shit simple, bro. You know, <laughs> we're playing pretend. We're not curing cancer. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, you know, this epic amazing thing, but yeah, just, just. My direct, uh, 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 professor of mine at university, he, he told me that same story, but then he, he Americanized it every time I got way too fancy for my britches. And he goes, Jeff, just fucking act. I was like, oh, sorry. You know, like, that was his, that was his phrase the, through my whole college career was Jeff, just fucking act. This is something that I've said to, uh, I probably said it to Ali at jujitsu, um, like when we're doing something and they're not getting something right. And I, I jokingly just go, yeah, just, I mean, have you ever tried just being better? <laughs> <laughs> like just, just be better at jujitsu. Fucking do hell. Do what you're doing, but do it better. <laughs> just, yeah. just be a better actor. What the fuck? How bad can that be? <laughs> you know what I mean? You uh, just solved all the world's problems, right? Here. All the world's better, man. Um, just be better. Is, is this, is this, you know, just with what you're saying there, is this like why people, it's like fall into these crazy film roles from time to time. Like somebody comes from nowhere and they get like a, a cool role because they, they turn up at an audition and they were maybe not really all that serious and they, they were kind of nervous and doing it. And that's how they end up getting a cool role because they're not trying to be. Yeah. Well, I think, and that's the great debate question that I I've yet to master is like, um, there's a TV show. Do you guys watch parks and rec with like Ron Swanson or, yeah, yeah. or Chris Pratt? That's where he got his start. Those kind of roles, for example, that made like those guys famous or known, they were just being themselves. Like if you watch Chris Pratt interviewed or if you watch um, the actor that plays Ron Swanson, uh, Nick Offerman, that's them. That's just them being themselves. And they're like, hey, this works for a character in our show. You know, so like it's 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 hard because they'll send they'll put like the they're called the breakdowns but they're essentially classifieds for actors like they're like hey we're looking for a six foot five guy white black whatever and then you just show up and try to do your own thing without doing the same thing everybody else has done but it's it's those people that don't overthink it like off like uh the ron swanson guy or chris pratt they just showed up and were probably just themselves yeah. but 
that we the three of us are unique being ourselves more than we are if the three of us were going to the same audition and tried to be that fictional thing yeah so if ali just was ali chris is just chris and i was just jeff that's probably gonna be more unique and diverse than if we got all up in our head and we're like well what would this character do you know and 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 get all artsy fartsy and cancer curing about it you know and i think i i, I can't remember who said it originally but it's like there's a it's a little artsy fartsy but there's a phrase of living it says um living realistically in, in imagined circumstances yeah. so yeah i haven't been uh, well i have I, I play a navy seal all the time so that's a bad example <laughs> like, <laughs> i haven't been a hitman but what would jeff be like as a hitman i don't need to go like what's this character you know it's and those are the ones i think what as i'm getting older and more like jaded and, and experienced those are the people that stand out or they're just essentially being themselves, you know, but then you have, like, like you said, the rock larger than life people that just stand out no matter what they're doing. We're mm -hmm. not going to put the rock up against De Niro anytime soon, as far as like yep. skills, <laughs> but the ones that stand out just have, it's a lot of that right place, right time. And they just happen to stand out being themselves. And most of the time, like I even Heath Ledger, for all we know, his high school friends were all like, Oh, that's just Heath being Heath. Whereas yeah. all of us that saw him in the dark night, were like, oh my God, that's epic. You know, and, and maybe that was just him being him. And all his high school buddies were like, yeah, he did that yeah. growing up all the time. Yeah, he seems like one of those guys that that probably would have just, that was like his perfect role. He just seemed so comfortable. Yeah, yeah, those roles that just nail yeah. it. And I think yeah. those are the ones, if you get all artsy farts here, those are like where everything lines up right. You know, I mean, I'll joke, but I don't, I, I can play a Navy SEAL or Green Beret in my sleep, you know? Yeah. And, and, but then like, yeah, that timing came out for Heath on that. And it was just right place, right time, right mm -hmm. character, right actor and the whole nine yards. But yeah, it's I mean, like, it's, it's, I wonder if it gets, you know, is it, is it annoying when it's like, you know, just cause you mentioned like a serial killer or a, or, or a hitman or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like they would all be cast the same way, but, you know, sometimes you see things, you know, in the news or, or whatever, isn't there? You know, there's a guy being caught and he's a serial killer or a hitman or something, and they look like that guy. Like, what the? F he just looks like a normal person, but in a film, they all look. Yeah, well, that's kind of how I feel about some roles. You know, I like I love movies and TV as a nerd. Like, as a guy that watch, I go to movies to watch shit blow up, and I'm I just like seeing stuff. But then if mm. I'm the guy that also auditioned for the role, um. I, I'm gonna I just brain farted the role but there's a guy who just got a role they're making a video game out of um I don't well I'm glad I can't remember who it is it'll make me sound like I'm bad mouthing him but he the actor <laughs> is famous which makes it good for producers because it'll make money for the show because they grabbed a famous guy but he doesn't it's what you said it's like that guy is this character like he's he's a known character from a I'm just brain farting it's a, he's a big Texan character like the character in the video game is like the the epitome of dumb american texan and this okay. actor is like granted it's called acting but you don't put them <laughs> together you know like yeah. i'm kind of being a hypocrite but you don't it doesn't make it's like is the rock going to play the president in a serious movie ever no you know like, it, it, just, it, might, it, might, it might be the president that's what's funny yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> true shit that's true it could actually be the other way around that actually might be reality like like if sorry, I don't want to get I don't want to get political, but if there was a movie and Joe Biden was the president and he was mumbling his stutter on stage, you go, There's well, no fucking there's no fucking yeah. way. Yeah. No oh way yeah, there's days where and again I'm not political either, but like 
I guarantee if we if we just could rewind, film what's going on in the world wherever at any time and just go back 10 years and watch it, you'd be like, that was a Saturday Night Live skit, right? You're like, no, yeah. that's reality. That's the yeah. real yeah. thing. Yeah, 100%. yeah. You, you can't, you can't again not getting too political, but you can't really imagine Biden doing the rah rah speech like you know Bill Pullman and Independence Day. Thank you. But he like rallies <laughs> the world. It's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, go. this will be, this will be. No, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go get, you know, yeah. the Everybody thing. Will be, somebody will be around the Humvees going. Who are we going for? Are we and, and they'll bring in, and Bruh. and everyone remembers. Don't forget the Morse code. And we've got to get them and the planes and we'll be ready. And Jerako Biden. Yep. <laughs> the, the world is a mess. What a mess. All the fighter pilots, all the fighter pilots are saying, why is Joe, why is Joe talking about his hairy legs? What the fuck? Something get Joe. What the fuck? And then you have Randy Quaid, who in real world is insane. Insane. And he mm-hmm. played the insane I, pilot. I think so, that Ali, I know Ali. Did, did we did we message or did you message Randy Quaid? I think he was one of the guys that that would be fucking. That would oh, either be the he best thing ever, respond. or just fucking put it in the bin and don't don't put yeah. it out because he's. Well, last he's, I heard, he was like outrunning the like a, a warrant or something. Like he was he was going <laughs> to somewhere where he couldn't get extradited or some shit. But he was also. I just heard this on a podcast I listened to the other day. He also. Uh, put it submitted to run for governor of some state in in the u.s okay. which means he would have to come back he'd have to extradite himself to come back and run for governor so no as a as a man who's been in hollywood do you think that's stuff from hollywood that made him go crazy or was he always crazy this is a new topic in my brain i like the whole which comes first the chicken or the egg thing i genuinely think and i'm basically damning myself by saying this you can't be in somehow under the umbrella of hollywood or entertainment and not slowly get fucked up no matter who not we obviously can go extreme and be horrible and some of the most heinous things we think we hear about conspiracies but disregarding that stuff but i don't i don't think you can be in that world no matter if even if you're hugh jackman or some the unknown jeff bosley it's such a weird industry that it slowly has to chip away at you. Like look at Michael Jackson as a kid, he was probably normal. Yeah. He was a famous musician, but he was probably normal, but because he was normal under this weird isolated bubble of entertainment, he, he never had a chance to like grow and mature and learn social cues. And then yeah. so times that by 20 years, next thing you know, he's hanging his baby off a balcony and his yeah. brain couldn't compute that normalcy and then you take any famous actor who as they get bigger and bigger and famous and more famous they have a thousand assistants and all that and it the psych i i argue the psyche of of whatever they don't understand anymore no matter how much they get where the you know the poor guy comes from they have 20 years of people handing them food handing them their bills paying their bills and doing that they for the brain kind of adapts to that and they come yeah. they're off you know yeah, and, and i think and I, my, my prayer <laughs> is that I came out here older and I've done some shit that'll keep me a little bit more normal and grounded. And people like you, when you gave me shit about like, where you're like, oh, you LA types, <laughs> I want people to do that shit. Yeah. I have a tribe of people that will hopefully kick me in the nuts if I become insane, you yeah. know, and everybody I've met, some of the biggest names, like they're, they're, they'll people be like, oh, he seems normal. He is, 
but he's under the umbrella still, you know, so he's normal yeah. considering that, you know, I think once yeah. you get here automatically, you're going to be fucked in the head. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose eventually it becomes almost the, the, the what's the word I'm looking for, the qualifier of normal brackets for Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is, is it a little yeah. bit like that rather than... Yeah, the barometer, the, the litmus test for the norm, not in Hollywood and the litmus test for in Hollywood are going to be different. Like a negative three yeah. in the normal world is probably a, a normal in, in Hollywood, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, when you think about it, you know, if you, if you, if you're, like you're saying, you have an assistant who does things, like, I mean, you, you can't imagine Tom Cruise knowing what to do with mail. Like, yeah. Yeah, Tom, you have to, you have to, you know, you have to apply for a new driving license. So you have to, yeah. He has a problem. Yeah. I heard a story and I'm probably bastardizing. I'm not making fun of the guy. I would, I would kill for his career, all respect. But I heard a story where he came to a Super Bowl party. He, he invited, somebody invited him to a party and he showed up and he had like a pristine brand new, like American football, um, yeah. football like right out of the box he's like trying to throw it awkwardly like hey bros you want to toss the football around like he just was like this is what they're supposed to do i don't know how to do it though you know like yeah you know he probably his heart was probably in the right place but yeah i don't think they don't uh you bring and and you spend half the time begging for work playing pretend people telling mm-hmm. you you're shit and you're not bad i mean it's depending on how you're if you come in here already mentally fragile you're doomed you know, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. doomed, you know. So I think especially that's why you, all the young stars or all the kid, you know, kid stars are a wreck because they didn't grow yeah. up normal, you know. And yeah. and so I'm glad I came here old and, and slightly already into Alzheimer's. You know, I'm already leaning that way already. <laughs> so I, I might be saved. <laughs> yeah. I suppose it must be similar. We talked about it on the podcast, Chris, where we've said about like our royal family. They can't yeah. have any concept of anything. No. Yeah, because they've, they've they've literally grown up like and again you know for all harry seemed relatively normal he served in the british army went out to yeah. afghanistan yeah and obviously he's now living out in la um and you go but it just it just yeah, but. you can't you can't you can't have the normal because he's never had to yeah do anything because he's yeah. had servants literally from the moment he was born yeah. well joe rogan talked about how you know now where he is he's now you know a king but he goes, I was, I was raised normal or whatever. I came out to Hollywood and he, he was doing the stand-up comedy scraping by for every dollar. But now his kids who are quite young, I think they're now being raised in a kingdom. You know, he goes mm-hmm. now he goes, and he said in one of his podcasts, he basically goes, my kids are already going to be fucked up. They're not going to, they don't have a normal life now already, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a very, yeah, that's, that's always something I've been pondering. A lot. Like that's why I want to make it not make it like, I want to get inertia and get the fuck out and yeah. move to Montana or Wyoming and only come back when I have to, you know, like the, yeah. get the hell out, you know, this is, I mean, they said this on a, on a more extreme level. This is why uh, the Mongols essentially their empire fell to pieces because, you know, Genghis Khan yeah. conquered the world. Um, and then each son then got the spoils of war and every one of them became softer and softer. Yep, and softer. Yep. Point where exactly. They- they couldn't fucking they, they had no concept of what was going on yeah they just, you know they had the you know the silver spoon and yeah. uh, well, back back in our history our our presidents were generals in the military i mean like let's go all the way back to washington i mean that guy was on boat you know opening slaying people you know before he was the president you know yeah. and now going back to our fourth our uh, independence day story like 
that's terrifying yeah. to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Three, yeah. three, three, three score. Is it? Is it still three score? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. How, I mean, how many can, years how many ago was it? A month. <laughs> yeah. Do you follow? Um, do you follow Kyle Dunnigan? I know the name. I think he's, who is he? Oh, he's a Canadian he's, who does face swaps on Instagram. Okay, no, I'm doing. Yeah. I think of somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he he does. That's where that. That's where Jurako Biden comes from. We thought his Trump was good. His Joe gotcha. Biden. The, me and Chris will just send it to each other, and the pair of us will just be in tears. Okay, with his, his Joe Biden impression. I will look that up when we're done. That sounds it's, awesome. It's hilarious. It's so fun. Like prop. You know, some things are funny. That's properly like. I I have to watch this again. It is fucking. Mm. Oh my god! And it's just—it makes you, as I say in Scottish, it makes you end up river dance and makes you do dolphin noises. <laughs> like you just, like your legs are just going. That's when you making... know it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I always yeah. my 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 barometer for humor is nine times out of ten, every guy's probably doing their morning crap on the phone, spending forty-five minutes on the toilet, catching up on social media. But yeah. if you can laugh while you're doing that and not care about how hard you're laughing while you're going to the number two, that to me, that means it's it's legitimately funny. You know, like I won't tell a girl this, but I'm like, I'm sitting on the toilet laughing so hard right now. And yeah. that to me, that's a huge compliment. That's one of the funniest things is every day I have to, you know, doing, doing the morning number two. And uh, every, every day I go, I've been sitting here for 20 minutes longer than I had to because I'm just looking at shit on Instagram. <laughs> like, like I'm yeah, how inefficient, how, how inefficient are we? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If your legs are going dead and you're wondering why you don't have enough time in the day, oh my you, we could probably God. cut back. <laughs> how many times? How many times? Genuinely. Genuine question now, gen- gentlemen. Yeah. How many times have you stood up off the toilet and went, shit, I can't feel my legs? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I've lost count. Right hand, right hand to God. <laughs> Yeah, right head to God. Where I'm like, I, I, I'm like uh, Lieutenant Dan. I'm like, I ain't got no legs. <laughs> so I found the best way is to like, I, I go in my anatomy and physiology knowledge. I'm like, well, there's those nerves that run there. So if I put some weight over here, I'll take turns and I'll rotate the nerves so I can sit here longer and not lose and not kill my legs. All about efficiency and science. 100%. As opposed to just standing up. Yeah, no. I got shit to not do. Yeah, totally. This is the the difference between men and women. Yeah, Yeah, it's 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 a fascinating thing that if there's a guy on this planet that denies that, they're lying. Yeah, (laughs) or we're just not sophisticated. I think maybe we're all just cavemen. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. You know, you know, as me and Ali said before, I'm we're we're not precious. We're not precious, you know. This, yeah. Well, I don't even have a reason. Like, I know some fathers do it because that's like their only time alone is to be in the bathroom taking a number two. The, their wife won't bother them, their kids won't bother them. I just have a dog. I really have no excuse for sitting on the toilet for 45 minutes. I'm not hiding from anybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I live, I stay alone as well. I, I don't even have a dog. I don't even have a dog. I live alone. And uh, I'll still find myself in there. And, you know, you're going, fuck, man, I've been, this, that's an hour. I've been in here for an hour. This is ridiculous. I have a couch and a bed. I was just com- going to say the same thing. Like, <laughs> this couch right here to my left looks so much more comfortable than that porcelain thing that kills my legs and puts my legs to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, still do- and you know what the sad thing is? I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and do this. <laughs> <laughs> The only bad thing is now, the only bad thing is I'm going to be sitting here tomorrow morning with dead legs thinking about Jeff. I was going to say, yeah, we've been stepping each other. Now when it happens, our first thought will be of one of you two. Uh, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder what Jeff's doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
wonder, I wonder if Jeff's got dead legs just no, now. I wonder, if he's, I wonder if he's rubbing his veins and his nerves right now to make it less weird. I wonder if that's happening now. I'm so uh, glad we have a time change. So this is, the odds of this happening are small. Uh, oh, man. Uh, oh, wow. see, you guys did, will be well into your day. We, we, we did say that this takes weird turns and twists and it doesn't end up what you think. Yeah. Uh, it's... it's I always say it's inevitable that when you're talking, like even when I do my podcast, you're inevitably the person I you're talking to. Odds are you're going to overlap and tell the same story once or twice. That's just the mm. nature of the beast. I will say on my yet to be filled mother's grave, I have not talked about taking a crap and dead leg <laughs> ever on a podcast in my entire life. So we just got, we popped our, uh, our cherry on that one. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, man. Poor get you. Things that things that it's one of those things where it's it's quite strange that people kind of deny these things that they do it and you go, everybody does it. Like why yeah. do we well there's a book, isn't there a book that kids read called Everybody Poops? Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. oh, well. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't read that one. Hey, all the parents <laughs> listening, I swear to God, there's parents that'll probably be going like, Yeah, yeah, that's I, I'm pretty sure there's a book called that for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> talking talking about shit. <laughs> Talking about shit and dead leg. Oh, is it is it really uh is it really as um uh, fake and as it looks as you would imagine? It's like I hate now that I know how the sausage is made that it's like if you ask me on a more jaded day or if I'm having a bad day, I'll probably would crucify the hell out of it. It is an extremely weird. Like if you just do like interviews or superficial stuff, like I was one of the few non-acting jobs I've had when I moved out here, I was, I did like, uh, it's called low, uh, low profile bodyguards. So you're not in a suit and an earpiece, but you know, you're kind of like blended in the crowd with the people you're protecting. And I did that with this band and they were doing a tour, uh, for the, uh, uh, the, the big music awards that were in Vegas that year. And when they came here, they did like back to back to back, like the Ellen show and this show and this show and this show and this show. And it's such, and that was the first time I watched the oddity of, they would sit there, people would come flocking in on fix their hair and their makeup and all that shit. Guys didn't matter. They, you know, they had to have all their, their stuff. All right. People would run away. And then a new interviewer would come in and ask the questions. And then that interview would leave fix, 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 fix. And then another interview would come in and probably ask all the same questions thinking mm. they were unique. And that was the first time I saw it's, it's almost like a circus where it's, it's, it's so fake, but it's not necessarily fake as, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fake in a derogatory way too, but in those kind of circumstances, it's just such a weird thing. If you were to say, I mean, my dad's an ER doctor, he's saving lives. Meanwhile, there's these kids getting makeup put on by five people fixing mm. their bangs and then getting asked questions. So it, it, it runs the risk of being fake and then it's like a downward spiral where it feeds itself so if if the person is fake or the situation is fake or whatever it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and then then they're you know then they're socially inept and then it's just this it's it's a weird downward spiral of of yeah fake it, it can run fake from a superficial and, and justifiable way all the way to extremely negative <laughs> you know there are there are the malicious stories of, 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 it is such a ruthless thing because it's the one business or career or whatever, where you have so little say in what mm. you do. 
you know, and that's where it's hard for me is, is those two careers. I was my former version of, I had a say in those, like, as long as I did my best in the past, I was going to be a green beret or a firefighter here that doesn't exist. And so you run the risk of constantly being at the mercy of somebody else deciding if you're worthy. And then if you're young or immature or all those bad factors that's when you hear the horror stories of maybe a woman meeting a male producer and she'll do anything she can to get the job mm. and so it's all the power isn't not in your hands and then that runs that whole other the whole dark side you know where people are just constantly kissing the ass of that one person you know we've all gone to a job interview and and kind of been a little bit more polite just because we want the fucking job but then that's how it is everywhere here. And then so like I can't go to those mixers and things where you're you're just basically kissing. The only reason you're interacting with that human is to suck up and go, God, I hope they remember me when they make their movie. That's it's oh, I hate that. That's the stuff I hate. And, you yeah. know, it's just yeah. it's can, it's uh, that it's yeah, it tears at your soul. I can, I can relate to that on you know on the podcast level, you know. Um I don't I don't want to be nice to somebody to try and get them to come to the podcast. You know, I don't want to suck up yeah. to you. I, you know, I don't want to go, you know, set, send, you know, you know, messages to, to you or, or, or anybody, you know, trying to be nice, you know, or, you, you know, so you'll speak to one of your friends and, you know, they might, you know, I, I just want to be nice to be nice. Like, yeah. it's going to be real. Just yeah. not to be a dickhead. Like, you know, I, just, I have no interest in, um, you know, I have no interest in, you know, being overly nice to you now so that you go and speak to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've yeah. got some. Some, some cool friends and, and prior places so you go back to them and say oh you should totally you know i just want you to go back and say i spoke to these two guys and it was, f- it was fucking fun yeah. I don't, we're not interested in the fakeness of it i think yeah. if you, i think if you do something for the right reasons yeah uh, and you're a decent person the results will come anyway yeah well then that runs the the risk of if you're fake then you got to maintain that yeah. if, it, if it worked for you and and this is just off the cuff you know but then you got to maintain that fakeness as that inertia keeps going and then that genuine thing you buried way at the very first introduction or the very first meeting that's actually not who you are anymore you know so yeah it's, it's that people can have a bad day and be professional and i think we all are grown-ass adults where we can be want to murder the world you could turn it off be professional and if they go hey that guy was really polite and professional great you know it but if if i got to fake a nuance like i I think we've all done it to an extent of like, I always call, uh, go back to like the military and like what we had psychological operations. I always call it Hollywood psyops is like, how can I, how can I like just slightly be clever and make this guy remember it, but still stay true to myself, you know? And so I'll do a, you know, you'll try to do that shit just to kind of, I want to win, you know, I'm still a competitive person. I want something. Mm. Uh, But at the same time, I can't, this sounds very like Captain America here, but I can't do it at the expense of, like you said, faking who you are. Like yeah. that just, that'll eat your soul up, you know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 and that I think is why this business is so, yeah, has so many dark sides to it is it's one of yeah. the few where people spend their days doing what you said, just faking yeah. it. I mean, we yeah. had um, <clears throat> a couple of, uh, a couple of uh, guests for podcasts, you know, fairly, fairly impressive people who wanted a fee. They wanted, wanted a podcast fee. And um, it was one of those things where, you know, we said right from the get-go, absolutely not, because that to me is prostitution. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why would you, you know, you know, you could sleep with the best looking girl in the world if you pay her enough money. <laughs> no, I, and that's, that's the weird thing is, yeah. And that's, <clears throat> I, I, it's the weird thing. I was actually, it sounds so hoity-toity, but I was 
the meeting I had right before you guys is I was meeting with a potential hopeful agent and I was telling her like, I hate that this, that this is an in business, this, in, this is an industry of business, you know, like and if somebody wants to move to Hollywood and dabble and make YouTube videos, great, you know, have at it. But if you want to like actually get in the union and start building your retirement and your pension and put food on your table, doing this stuff, you got to still treat it like a business. But with that being said, you also need to realize that part of entertainment is, is this is, I don't want to call this the free stuff, but this is the shit that people should enjoy. Yeah. Like, you know, like I enjoy acting. My dad enjoys being a doctor, but he needs to still put food on his table. Yeah. But I think there's the ancillary shit. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but the ancillary stuff, the interviews and the podcasts and all that fun shit. Like I, some of my most favorite shit is going to like the LA children's hospital and doing stuff there. And I know for a fact, there was a handful of like, a and b list celebrities that got paid to go and i'm like what kind of that, really that's one of the things yeah, you made so much that, money that. you could not spare an evening to hang mm -hmm. out here like, this is one of my fucking mm -hmm. pet peeves in life is people that do things for charity publicly like yeah. they have to take the you know they have to take the picture or the video of them feeding the homeless oh you know what? <laughs> i see, I see this homeless see guy one? and i bought him a mcdonald's just shut the fuck up and buy him a mcdonald's yeah did you see that one? I, I, we, we, I think we crossed paths after this during the whole riots or whatever in LA, there was a, uh, an influencer, like two, one of my things I hate the most of the influencer and content. I get that that's their world, but the minute, like somebody, I even made a meme of it. Somebody said, called me, uh, said, are you an influencer? And I about lost my shit. You know, I was like, <laughs> kill me before you categorize me as that. If I do influential stuff, great. But there was this woman um, her boyfriend was recording her helping hang a piece of plywood. Like she grabbed the drill. Yes. I guarantee she didn't know anything about it, but yeah, she was putting the yeah. drill and trying to act yeah. like it. I guarantee she didn't bail, uh, uh, put the bit in the wall at all. Pick no. buddy boyfriend took the picture, whatever. And they walked off, but there was a third person recording it from afar. And he caught the whole thing that it was fake. And I posted luckily with that blue check Mark, my shit works its way to the top of the algorithm for some reason, which I love, mm. but I posted it something saying, this woman's a piece of shit for, for what you just said, like faking. I mean, she wasn't even doing it and recording it. She faked it to record it. And then somebody chimed in and they're like, what are you talking about? She's so sweet. I know her. And so I posted a screenshot of that conversation and with my reply saying, cool, will you tell her she's a piece of shit? <laughs> I was like, if you know her, tell her that. And I, yeah, that stuff like it's that yeah that shit oh yeah I'm, my hair is standing up on my arm that shit just irritates so, me like so annoying. i've yeah. gone to the red carpet stuff and or like not cool like some low-end stuff and it helps it looks cool for managers to go oh jeff's out and he's on a red carpet wearing a tux but i guarantee like i don't that shit doesn't help the charity like that's the thing yeah. is that doesn't help that stuff yeah. and and yeah, I get lit up with that. I'm with you. I trust yeah, me. Yeah, like, I wanted to like, I wanted to Spartan kick that lady in the sternum into so that plywood. I've had, um, you know, and one of the things that I, I get shit for all the time. So I've done, you know, quite a few marathons and triathlons and some crazy, crazy stuff like that. And I've never done anything for charity. And I get really weird about asking people for money. So I will do something. I, I just, I find it such a weird thing. To, I don't want to, a weird transaction. Yeah, like, uh, like if Ali decided that he was going to do all the promoting and the asking people for money, like leave me yeah. to do the thing and I, I'll help people. You know, I would rather that's just the help. sweet spot is to have somebody else yeah. do it so you don't look like the schmooze. You yeah, know? <laughs> but you know, I think you know, just by being a 
by de- being a decent human being, you know, if you you're in a shop and you know a little old lady drops her handbag, just just pick it up for her. Yeah. Nobody yeah. needs to know that I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. do the nice thing, like, you know. And it's weird because my first instinct when you said that is I 100% agree, but now I see I would my ideal hybrid of that would be you help that little lady pick up her handbag and somebody else happens to record it genuinely. Like, Oh, that looks cute. Let me record that because my sec, my second instinct is that shit needs, needs to be seen. Yeah. That's, that's a all this world yeah. is right now yeah. is hideous, yeah. negative, bad, horrible shit. Yeah. And so it's like, fuck, you want I, to, I, I understand that. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, you yeah, want to see that happy shit, but you know, the odds of somebody recording it. And then there's, you know, just like anything, there's the bad apples that record themselves helping the old lady, you know, yeah, and then that's a shit. We got to find them and punch them in the face. Yeah. Oh man. I would take great pleasure. That shit annoys me so much. Fucking man. I hate those guys. I want to leave you guys too. I'm going to get the heavy bag. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a, it's a fucking, yeah. That's, that, that pisses me off, but yeah. I try not get annoyed too much. I'm a, I'm a, I've been annoyed. I've been annoyed today already, and I don't want to get annoyed twice. <laughs> Second uh, half of the podcast is going to be all of us meditating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do, one of the things um, do, that I was going to ask is, you know, when you're talking about all the stuff that goes on in Hollywood, does it? Yeah. Uh, does it affect you more knowing that you've done, you know, being a Green Beret and being a fireman where this is real shit. That's as real as it gets. Being a yeah. fireman and having to run into a house if it's on yeah. fire. That's, that's mean, or, you know, running, you know, if you're in a, a firefight <laughs> on a battlefield, yeah. that's as real as it, it ever get. So when you yeah. see all this, you know, like the circus you're talking about where, you know, this, yeah. you know, band set and get fucking makeup put on and does that annoy you knowing that this isn't fucking... I, yeah, I think I'm despite everything I just said, I think I've set myself up to be super screwed because I have now experienced, like you're saying, such a wide spectrum. Whereas, you know, like Michael Jackson as a kid had this and that was just a weird space Mm -hmm. for him, but that was where he was. I went from here to here and it's like ignorance is bliss. Like I now know, like when I hear my first thing is like, if somebody were on set and somebody goes, oh, my feet are killing me. I got to then process, Jeff, don't murder him. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know what it's like to literally march until your feet tissue is flux. It's called sloughing off your feet from how long you've been walking. Don't get mad at him, Jeff. Just let it go. You know, so then I I, I run into that because of, of that. And then, but the flip side of that is, is I always, I've used this phrase tons. It's my barometer of suck, not in the sexual way, but like my barometer of like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trust me, if that were the case, I would have a lot more role. <laughs> Controversial. But my barometer of, of, of suck is like much greater because now what is difficult is a joke to me because yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. But the flip side of that coin is it comes to the bitter jaded side of like, how how dare you complain about this yeah. you know and then you then not you just like anybody you find yourself getting soft or you know during lockdown we're all working from home that's mm. kind of nice and then they ask you to come back into work you're like how dare I, you what you're making me actually show up to the office now screw you you know yeah. and so your body gets soft so it, i go back and forth between that i want to punch the kid for complaining about sore feet but then the other side of like wow like this one job to date, the biggest job I had was on this action film in South Korea, where we were literally sitting on our ass for 16 hours a day. And I was 
just counting my blessings from the military where that's all you that's a lot of your life is just sitting on your ass Mm. and i was just like this is the best and i would just sleep for 12 hours on a wall because of what i could do because i could sleep on a rock somewhere whereas everybody else is like getting antsy and then the prima donna actors are all like i'm gonna be in my trailer and i was like i'm just gonna sleep here on the floor this is the best (laughs) so it, it, it makes me basically bipolar because yeah. of that you know that that ignorance is bliss would be nicer but it's so far it's been a blessing because also i know what misery really is yeah and, and yeah. pain and suffering <clears throat> and that's not to say like i've lived a, you know i've done some shit but ooh, i'm in i'm stuck in traffic cry me a river one of the things uh, one of the things that me and ali were talking about just just recently actually it was um uh people who sign up for you know, I this is triathlons or, or whatever it is, and then complain that it's hard. It's like this is voluntary. <laughs> like it's not conscription. This is not VR. Yeah, yeah. You know, you like just don't do it. You yeah. know, it's one of the our lessons today. Be better. And if it hurts, stop. Yeah. <laughs> just you don't stop. Like it, like, don't do it. Yeah, don't like, don't it's, it's something that winds me up so bad is when people are like, oh my God, I have to do this. It's so hard. Yeah, just yeah, but you signed up for it. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, like I, I mean, I'll find myself bitching and moaning about Hollywood shenanigans and bullcrap and not getting yeah. work. And I'm like, well, things could be worse. Like, literally, could be getting shot at. You know. So yeah, I try to keep that in mind, but <clears> don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. But then I will, like you're saying, my version of watching somebody at a triathlon bitching about it, I'll see somebody that's living in a trailer that's bigger than my home in a in L.A. and I'll be like, you're bitching. You're yeah. really, you're really <laughs> making this <laughs> hard, bro. You're making this hard. I I catch myself and I have to stop myself, you know, on multiple occasions. And I do the same thing. And I I go, I'm doing exactly what fucking annoys me. I'm doing it. And you have to stop yourself. Yeah. I became that asshole. Yeah. That's that's a a real thing. A real thing. um, And then you get like, we're all competitive. I think it's definitely a guy thing without a doubt. But then I get mad at that person because they've done something right or successful or they've been doing it longer. And they of course have a big ass trailer, whereas I'm sleeping in basically a porta potty, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, I hate him now, you know? And then, then I get all jaded. I'm like, oh, I hate all rich, successful actors now. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, whoa, Jeff, take it down a yeah. notch. It's okay. We were, we, we were talking today actually, because both me and Chris do jujitsu. Yeah. Um, and there's that whole thing about there's no ego in jujitsu, but yeah. we were saying, Except for when Chris taps me, except for when Chris catches me, except for when I nearly caught Chris and he got fucking out of it. And then there's, and you're like, get really angry. And obviously there's no ego because it's all zen and the mat is the water and I'm the shark and they're the lights and and all that bullshit. Until no ripped your arm out of the socket. You're like, I didn't tap though. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, I I do have that thing about because, um, Whenever you do jujitsu, everyone's good at one thing. Like Chris is an absolute wizard at leg locks. I'm six foot three and like about 190 pounds, so I'm kind of lanky and rangy. Yeah. So I use uh, triangles. Uh, so because of that, I refuse yeah. to tap to triangles because the worst thing that happens <laughs> is you just go over the rainbow bridge for a few seconds and then you come back to the other side and you wonder why Chris and everyone else is in your bedroom as you wake up. So, uh, but again, there's no ego. Else. There's no ego. That was his spectrum of suck. Yeah, that was my spectrum of suck. Chris makes me go to sleep and then I wake up sore. (laughs) But yeah, I I it must be somewhere you get you get caught up with. Oh yeah, there's no ego except for when there is ego. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's. I think and a lot of times I I'll even try like I'll even on stupid social media post something 
and I'm I'm posting it blatantly for me. Like I'm like, if somebody gets this son out of this, great. But I'm being a hypocrite whiner right now. I'm gonna try to post this because I need it, you know. And and yeah, I think I again, none of us are perfect. But I think if you can at least have that self reflection, you're like, mm -hmm. I'm never gonna tap out to this. But when I do, it's like, oh, I'm aware of it. You know, at least you can be aware of it. It's when you're well, not aware of it that makes you a turd. You know. Well, like, okay. Yeah, that, that's what genuinely I always say to I I am aware of my own bullshit. I'm aware I'm doing it, and I try not to do it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm. But it's good when you have people call you out on it too, though. Like that's this is so important. Yeah, that's this that's is the one thing. So I mean, important. when you're teasing me about the LA thing and and being late or discombobulated, I know you were joking, but I'm like, oh fuck, don't let that don't let that be a seed, <laughs> Jeff. Don't start that being was, that guy. That was uh, one of those ones where I'm like. I'm hoping I've read this room right because if not, this is going to be a very, right. very fucking short no, podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, no fuck right. you. I, yeah, you call me early, <laughs> bye, hang up. Okay, okay then. And I think that's where a lot, for at least for me in the military, like I was always older in the military and I was older mm -hmm. as a firefighter. And then I come to LA and those are like three tiers of thick skin existences. Don't get me wrong. I'm a sensitive Sally most of the time whining about all sorts of stupid shit, but I try to remember, Hey, like I've spent the last half of my life being teased and mocked and made fun of told mm -hmm. your, your, your hairline isn't good. And then I get to Hollywood. I'm like, Oh, they, they're not going to be superficial here. It's like, this is the worst place ever. Like, like yeah. being a green beret was all hugs compared to how mean these pieces of crap <laughs> are out here. And, and, and you know what, you know, what's hilarious, uh, Jeff is, like I said, we spoke to, to Will Willis for two, two hours, 45, 240, whatever it was. And he's the nicest guy. And he's like, uh, you know, kind of a big star. He, he's the first person where like friends of friends had messaged us to say, holy shit, you spoke to Will Willis? Yeah. And, we, and, you know, and he was really friendly afterwards, like on and off. He gave us great advice about things. And, you know, he's, you know, he followed us on Instagram and everything. And we're like, fuck, man, that's super cool. The next yeah. morning, if Ali remembers this, he had to get up early to shovel snow to get his wife out of his driveway. And I and I message said, Yep, but there's no there's no escape in real life. <laughs> you know, you, you and think that's, you're cool, yeah. But and you I have think to that's yeah, and I think, yeah, what's there's some old um I'm gonna butcher some old Chinese proverb about that. Like you know, or what's the one like you know, we all put our leg pants on one leg at a time or oh, whatever yeah. all that bullshit is. Yeah. But yeah, I um I want to get to the point where I can hire somebody to shovel the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm available. <laughs> or, or or get get to the viewpoint where someone puts your pants on for you. Thank you. <laughs> That's where you get to. This is great. While somebody's putting <laughs> my pants on for me, I will have somebody shoveling snow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do a podcast talking about I know what it's like to be poor. <laughs> I know what it's like. <laughs> yeah. You can't talk to me about the tough life. I live. Yeah, exactly. I am the tough life. I tough that out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what was it? They uh, Oprah did something a couple weeks ago, and she said something like, "She's like, I know what it's like to be oppressed." I'm like, maybe 40, 50 years ago. But yeah, yeah, maybe a granddad decade. You can't keep oh, anymore. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't grandfather in something from you know that long ago. There's a, there's an expiration that, date on that. That seems to be that seems to be a weird thing where where uh, you, you know if you go back you know hundred years, two hundred years, when they were literally oppressed, and yeah. now you're going, yeah, are you? are you really Come and it's on. it's diluting the waters of that the definition of that word now and again you know this disc, disclaimer i mean i'm a tall white boy from idaho so like i've not i don't know what it's like to probably be any oppression i've had has been probably self-inflicted mm -hmm. you know but and, and but you're right though like that's the thing in this society is is 
things are so diluted now it then trivializes the real shit you know yeah. and and i i had this conversation with somebody about um you know it's when they were calling you know it's when whenever donald trump done something he was a nazi and you go okay I, like i don't I, they're now know. ruining yeah that's a good example if, if you if, like i get it you don't like him right whether you yeah. like him you hate him okay you don't like him that's cool to call him a Nazi, like, do you have you ever read a history book? Do you understand yeah. what Joseph Mengele was doing to people, to children? Yeah. Yes. Like he was yeah. a fucking horrible bastard, yeah. like a, a devil of a man. You can't yeah. call this is not. You're this, now neutering, yeah. You're yeah. neutering the value of, yeah. of words or causes don't, or or, don't or mix, whatnot. Don't, don't mix them up. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, it's very true. It's very true. Yeah, it is, and it's that's it's, um that kind of one of these things that pisses me off. But uh, but I don't even know where I was going with that. This happens quite <laughs> regularly. But what the fuck am I talking about? Why am I now talking about Joseph Mengele? Some, some shiny. I was, I was talking about I was talking about having dead legs or having a shit ten minutes ago. Now I'm talking about <laughs> Joseph Mengele. Um, <laughs> oh, we're talking about like uh, I don't even know Oprah and oppression, and then something else. But oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's, you know, it's like uh, Oprah, three middle-aged Oprah. white men, two of which are Scottish, talking about oppression. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's like, but it's, it's like, isn't it like, but isn't, isn't Oprah Winfrey like a billionaire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is, at least we're all self-aware enough yeah. to know, like, hey, we're three white dudes that don't, luckily, in our heritage, fortunately, in our lineage, have near as much oppression as she does in her lineage yeah but oprah present day <laughs> she's not <Yeah>. oppressed <laughs> like, like, like lebron like lebron talking about you know being oppressing like dude yeah. you're on like 100 million dollars a year yeah like, i, I want to be that oppressed well that's it and i i like most of the time I, I just see red with that and i'm with you and i try to go okay i do i i would bet money that even him in in like and i'm making this shit up as i go right now but even him if he goes to the team owner who happens to be some old rich white guy mm. i i would bet money that there is a discriminating thought in that person's mind like he's still i i would imagine he's still in this day and age sadly comes up bumps up against oppressive things mm. but he has over he overcomes them yeah. a thousandfold yeah. See, that's the, that's yeah. the difference. Like he probably comes up against racist managers and team owners and players all the time. Yes. But is, is it causing an oppression per se? No, he's, yeah. he's overcoming it. So good on yeah. him for overcoming it, but using the, yeah, yeah, using that word, it kills it because it's like yeah. oppressed implies stagnation or stoppage or, or falling backwards, you know, backwards momentum, you know, yeah. like well, what, what was I the trip over in- a speed bump. I, it didn't oppress me. I made it yeah. over it and it wasn't convenient. But if I run into a brick wall, that brick wall has oppressed me. I can't go through yeah. it, you know. I'm well, going to keep that metaphor. The, the, thing, the, thing, <laughs> the thing that really annoyed me with, you know, all that kind of stuff was there were, you know, just I don't even like talking about race because like, I'm a white Scottish guy, so I can't really talk about it. You know, when not that long ago, there was video of African people being sold as fucking slaves in Libya. Like yeah. in 2019, and then you know we've got these Black Lives Matter protests, and it's like yeah, but this is not, this is not really. Look at this, like they're yeah. literally selling people. Yeah, you know, and it's like now you know, uh, you know the the whole thing that's kicking off in Palestine and Israel and all this shit. And you go yeah, but yeah. doesn't yeah, no, you're upset about these people who are, who are Muslims, but there's Uyghur Muslims like and literal concentration camps in china and you're yeah. not fucking paying attention to that because it's not the cool thing to like and, yeah and it fascinates yeah fuck? like and it's the fascinating thing about how 
we as a species or present day shiny object syndrome or however we mm. are or are not manipulated by the media but like it, it it baffles me with with this is a random tangent with the amount of um, exposure we have to everything on the planet that yeah. there's still an ability to not expose things yeah we can learn everything about some famous celebrity's sex life or some weird candle Gwyneth Paltrow makes or whatever but we for the life of us can't get any video footage of a pedophile in LA like yeah really like I I, I, I fail to believe that doesn't exist or you know yeah. where like you were saying like I'll be like oh man I'm really hungry I wish I weren't a starving actor and it's like whoa Jeff there's literally you've been to Africa yeah. and you yeah. have seen the definition of starving like yeah. chill the fuck out Jeff you know and and it I don't know yeah again I wish I knew the right answer because it, yeah it's, no, no, I don't it's either I'm a, you know fucking I'm a moron I don't know the right effects I just get <laughs> we're three dudes that fall asleep taking a shit you know so like, don't don't hire us for any answers no, yeah, i'm not a guy i'm not the guy and, no, if, if I, you know, and, and if i am the guy something's went horribly wrong exactly. horribly yeah. wrong. Somebody, says that, somebody put in my dms once multiple times that they were like you should just run for a uh, local government or something i'm like i'm self-deprecating as the next guy but if that's the case shit like god <laughs> you know like holy god you know like that's yeah. And I, I'll tell them, like, I'm not being hard on myself. I'm actually very bad at politics. I tr That's mm. why, like, I have my yeah. personal opinions, but I don't have an educated stance a lot of the time. So mm. I'm, I try to not get into it because I'm like, how am I going to argue with this topic if I don't have research or knowledge? Yeah. Yeah. But then they go, well, it's worked out for a lot of other people, too. <laughs> like, that's true. Well, that's, that's true. true. But there's, there's, a, there's a Scottish comedian uh, called Billy Connolly. And when yeah. he talks about politicians, yeah, okay. He said... Um, the desire to be a politician should ban you from life forever being a politician. <laughs> and I just think that brilliant. is the best line ever. It's absolute yeah, gold brilliant. from Connolly because yeah. it's so true. Because if you if you want, it's like you were saying earlier, Jeff, about that coercive power that they get at the top end of, of Hollywood with the dark yeah. stuff. I, people seem to gravitate towards certain positions with that certain mindset. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. use it to exploit people. And I think there's a, a sub-element of certain yeah. politicians, career, career politicians that go into it at 24, 25 years old and yeah. are still there at 65 and 70 when yeah. any other job they'd have long ago been pensioned yeah. out and sent they don't, Yeah, they don't represent. Like, whoa, whoa, and that's, whoa. that's yeah, that's one of my political things for sure, Zach. They don't represent the everyman anymore. Yeah, so what no, were we like, talking about yesterday, Ali? We were talking about, like, so what is the, the, what is the, um, the salary of the president? of the united states is it like half a million dollars a year uh, yeah i think it's around that yeah so then like like obama the obamas are worth like 400 million dollars you're going eh, i've got i have some questions like <laughs> yeah. how long were you in power for like what the fuck did this money come from what yeah does can, yeah. can somebody explain that like how the fuck yeah you know, and, uh, i want to hire the trash the the guy that does the trash collecting i think you know he he knows what yeah. is you know he like the grunt like it's the grunt of the uh, military you know like it's just you know what it's like it's like we ask all the wrong questions <laughs> it's like you know it's like uh, you know you know with with the the news and the, you know the media and stuff it's like they just like, why has nobody ever said, eh, so, uh, you know, I'm not just picking on, you know, Obama or, or you yeah, know, yeah. it's like, like, how are you worth so much money when you get paid that, you know, half a million dollars? Yeah. It's a great wage. I'm that. not a math. Yeah. If I mow a lawn for 20 bucks okay. and I, everybody knows my price is to be 20 bucks a week on lawn. And at the end of the month, I have $5,000. 
<laughs> I'm not a math genius, but that doesn't add up. <laughs> I'm just not right here. But nobody asks it. You know, it's it's you know, it's it seems like it's a weird thing. I don't like I don't, you know, again. <laughs> Again, I'm not. I, I'm not a politician, so yeah. Uh, this, you know, I, you know, this is one of the things that, you know, when something happens in the world, uh, I I cannot look at Facebook. It just becomes like, listen, yeah. man. I know. I, I mean, I know I'm stupid, but I'm <laughs> way smarter than a lot of these people. That I see, a lot of people I see on Facebook. And it's like, listen, I'm not. I even I understand how ridiculous your argument is. This is. Yeah. You know, Remember when we just had MySpace. You just had yeah. some dumb shit on there and a, and a song that you thought represented you that everybody made fun of you for having. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. all it should be. And <laughs> half the half the problem we now have is that everybody's allowed to voice an opinion, and then not. And I get without consequence. Con- yeah, without yeah. consequence. You know what is? You know, if you're having a conversation like this, you can't say something like unfounded and ridiculous. Yeah. Because some the guy's looking at you. There's present tense accountability. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. It's, yeah. it's, you know, well, there's a country people. song. Um, like I, I'm a country boy. Like I don't. That's like my music back or love. And there's one song that says uh, the lyrics something like, "Back when you could, back when you could fight in a parking lot, nobody'd call the cops." Yeah, and I'm not a, I'm not a walking ball of violence, but that those days are gone. You know, yeah. I've yeah. obviously some shit's gone wrong in our past. Like I always use the example of like. We're now finding out, no big surprise, but, you know, like tons of, for America, tons of our founding fathers and all that stuff. They had slaves. They did all these horrible things. It doesn't discredit, like, some of the things. And that's, it's hard for the brain to compute. Like, Mm. I always use the example of the the Cosby show. That show is great. We now found out Bill Cosby is a human piece of shit. Yeah. You know, so does it mean the Cosby show is now a piece of, is bad? You know, so it's like that, that slippery slope of, of finding that balance i'm again the thing like, is you know we can't erase we can't and the thing that we can't erase history yeah you, know, you can't you know it's like you know it's like the you know the hitler thing do you do you erase hitler from history because he was a bad person no you keep him there and go okay let's not let this happen don't again. do this don't do this again yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> we don't don't kill millions of jewish people don't that's bad okay this is why it's bad this yeah. is why we can't do but this again. Try not to forget it. Yeah. So yeah, but I, I don't understand the need to listen. Obviously, if, if you know, if somebody somebody owned a slave now, you'd be like, uh, that, "What the fuck? You can't. Yeah. You can't do that." Yeah. But you know, if, yeah, it's, it's like. But it's because we know of yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, well, I mean, mm-hmm. if if there's some weird ledge on your door and you stub your toe every day and you remove it, and then you move into another place that has the same ledge thing, you're going to stub your toe again, like. There's books and books yeah. about the fall of kingdoms being c- cyclical, like mm-hmm. um, Rome. And um, you mentioned uh, Genghis Khan and all that. I, it's going to fall. <laughs> We're just, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I want it to be tomorrow so I could get zombie prepared or let my, <laughs> let my grandkids deal with it. Like that's no, all I, I care. It's one of I mean, you, you, you spoke about George Washington and you know, that was because he got away from us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like that was, we had the, we had the british empire and 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 that now we don't now we've barely got anything because what's all going to shit it's one of the, I, my, the british guy i was telling you about that reminds me from a guy Ritchie movie like uh we were working together on it was the fourth of july and I, and I was like i said to another person i was like hey happy fourth of july he's like hey happy trader day i never thought of that you know i was like on paper you're right (laughs) one of the funniest fucking things i ever seen online there's a what what is the word there's a word that that america use one l 
and we use two L's, and I can't remember what, what the word is, and um, I can't remember what the word is, or, or, or vice versa, and I can't remember which way it was, but, you know, it was, it was, a, it was somebody screenshotted it, it was on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and the, you know, the British guy was saying, you know, why don't you use, or, or, or you know, why do you not use the same amount of L's, and the American just said, yeah, because we gave you that L in 1776. <laughs> <laughs> you know the joke, I know which one you're talking about. It's just, it's just one of those things, but it's so funny. Yeah, it's brilliant, <laughs> it sticks. But yeah. it was like uh Ed, you guys know eddie izzard right the comedian yeah, yeah. Yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. he talks about the 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 word the letter h and british and americans how he goes we call it her because there's a herb because there's a fucking h you guys have mm. herbs you know i was just like <laughs> yeah it's true yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like you i don't know why but you have a weird hatred of the letter u oh well you guys have a big liquid u like like well because we have like like color has a u in it stupid yeah c-o-l-o-u-r the color. spelling of it yeah yeah or, but if yeah, you have c-o-l-o-r yeah my trainer is from uh the uk and he does words like recognize we use a z he uses a s-e yes because this is why we all can't the, get along <laughs> i know i was gonna say the, the, the clue is in the word english you know so it comes from us <laughs> I mean, yeah. well played sir <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's true. Well, like, yeah, the same. I always one. say that at auditions, like, they'll do, um, like, I, can you do this accent or whatever? And again, I'm a dumb Idaho white boy. I can do a little bit, and I took tons of it in college, but I, my brain doesn't work that way. Like, some people can just fake it. I have yeah. to look at the phonetics of it because I'm mm -hmm. a science brain. So I have to look at how it's spelled and I can slowly get into it. But I'm like, I'll always ask them, like, who am I trying to trick? An American audience? or the actual audience and they're like well of course american audience and i'm like oh i can do it then <laughs> like the amount of times we think british is amazing or english or a french accent or whatever like oh that was amazing but then the the local is like that was the word you know it, it yeah. the, you guys will mock it and tear it apart I'm like, oh i had no I remember, idea i remember um i remember now oh, this goes way back so it must have been around about the time of the first fast and furious film and there was a MTV Vidic Museum Awards were in Edinburgh. Yeah, and, uh, Ocean Terminal. And uh, Vin Diesel. Ocean Terminal. And, <laughs> Ocean Terminal. And Vin Diesel turned up with a leather kilt on and thinking of his being all kind of hipster, kind of Scottish, but cool. And it, it was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, <laughs> no, really, bro. Yeah, that's wrong. You got this all wrong. Just wear a kilt. Just don't wear a leather kilt. What the fuck are you trying to do? <laughs> and, you, and you know he probably i don't know the guy i've never met him but you know he probably was like nailed it you know he's probably just thought he, did it. he probably just swore he nailed this it this is a know? great idea this is a great idea this is going to work i can pull this off no you can't <laughs> i'm gonna no. get the whole country to like me this is the, <laughs> no. This is the, yeah. no. how to uh, make three million scots instantly hate you he's wearing a leather fucking kill you yeah, know why exactly. it's called a kill jeff it's not like he picked oh. paris to get mad at him he picked the Scots, like <laughs> fuck. Yeah, your, your, your language yeah. sounds mad and I hostile. I, I, like I, I don't want you guys physically mad at me too. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just saying. Do, do you know the reason it's called a kilt, Jeff? This no. is going to be a terrible Ali dad joke. I can fucking already know where this is coming. Okay, so the no, reason I, it's called... I was trying to be all historically accurate. I'm going to no. say no either way. <laughs> Okay, it's because the last person that called it a scut, they got killed. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, that's the end of the show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> and probably the end of the podcast in general. That was so stupid. <laughs> I deal with this. I deal with this three or four times a day. I've got a mouth in one dad joke. Beautiful. Terrible. Terrible joke. There's orange juice, and I found that funny. It's not even a good drink. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh yeah. Well, uh, we have uh, the chlamydia quiz and the kilt question, so... <laughs> yeah, there we go. There was so many things to go back and tell your uh, your Hollywood friends. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, they won't uh, find it funny. That's the problem. Is like, there's not a lot of... Um, not genuine humor. humor like this, you know? It's mm. like, or if sad- I do... Or, if, like, it's weird because it's not that I put on a facade, because that, to me, implies a malicious fake front, you know? But you, mm. it is... Sadly, it's still, I mean, you posted a picture for women of my abs. You're still playing a marketing game. Yeah. But there are days where I'm like, the amount of stuff I want to unleash on the earth right now <laughs> on, on a post or anything. And, and my, even some of my closest friends are like, Jeff, eh, you know, take it down or not. It's like, oh, come on. I just want to be me. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like, there'll be some dark humor. And uh, it, it's definitely a city and an industry where people are like, do we need to call the police with what he just said? Is is, is he safe? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh no, that's just that's just normal. This is the thing about um, you know, you know, stand up comedy. Like it's so bad for comedy because now, yeah, um, like and he's like, and I think uh, one of our other Scottish stand up comedians, Frankie Boyle, had, you know, had said some. Frankie Boyle, he actually got really political and he became unfunny to me. But early yeah. in his career, he was as savagely brutal as a human being could be to anybody else. He was, <laughs> and, and, he, and you know, he, he was getting attacked from always. And he, I remember watching him and he was saying, you know, I have to defend myself because, you know, these people are sitting down here and saying, you know, is this, is this, is this stand-up comic? Is he joking? Is this stand-up comedian at the comedy show, is he joking here? And he's like, yes. Yeah. You're I'm at a stand-up comedy club. Joking. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking hell. Why do yeah. you, you know, but you have to now, explain that you're joking i can't imagine yeah like joe rogan one of the i saw one of his stand-up i i listened to on spotify and he talks about it. he's like he goes look i know everybody's all worried about people lying you know being offended because if i'm telling you if i say it's the truth in my stand-up it's not the truth it's funnier he goes if the truth is funny you know what? i'll yeah. still probably lie you know yeah. he goes it's a stand-up comedy show it's like yeah. you know like, like, I, like those how, poor guys how many times how many times have you had uh you know, name a, a black comedian, you know, whether it's Kevin Hart or or um, Chris Rock or whoever it is saying something about white people and you are crying with laughter. Yeah. It's hilarious. You, you, I'm not sitting there going, well, as a white, as a spokesman for the white community, handed. <laughs> you know, yeah, fucking, yeah, like Dave Chappelle, like my favorite yeah. thing is when Dave Chappelle makes fun of white people. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like, that's my favorite thing in the world because nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh shit, I've done that. You know? <laughs> like, have you ever seen? Yeah. Have you ever seen? And I sent I sent this to Ali just recently, where on the Chappelle show, he plays, <laughs> he plays a black, the blind black white supremacist. Have you ever seen that? It is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen about. That's just how it needs to be. It's, it's just relax, it's, enjoy it's it. So you know, it's like. Somebody was trying to tell me that somebody was trying to tell me recently because I'd been watching Blazing Saddles. Oh and god, yeah. They're they kind of upset saying that's kind of racist. I go, I don't think you understand the film. The, yeah. the, the whole thing is that the black guy is smarter than the white people. The yeah. white people are really dumb. And the yeah. black guy is actually the smart one. Like that's well, there's something I post all the time. It's it's a Ricky Gervais quote. 
it's like one of my favorite things when I'm pissing people off and I'm actually really proud of it. Like I actually added a gif, like it's me just flipping off the camera and I added a gif or gif or whatever you call it of a woman, like taking her shirt off and it exposes my finger. And it has a Ricky Gervais quote saying, just, you might've found it offensive. I found it funny. That's why I'm happier than you. Yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah. if obviously there's real offensive shit out there, don't get me wrong. But if yeah. you're, if the, if the receive you're finding it offensive, that's, I mean, I'm not going to get all stoic, but you're processing that, Yeah, you know, I could say, I don't like red because you're, and you're happy to be wearing a red hat. If that offends you, I'm not going to stop liking red. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just, no. and I feel bad for comedians. Like I thought they were like the last ones that could that cause their shtick could be part of who they are. Yeah. Whereas if I have a bad Jeff dark humor combat day, Oh, up. whereas comedians okay. that could be their shtick i always yeah. envied that but now i don't even like that's i don't even know if they're safe anymore you know it's no, yeah. there is some like um oh my god uh, andrew schultz is oh my god that guy is hilarious he's hilarious um you know that you know there's a there's still and it, and it makes him more um you know Ari, i know ari shafir got a lot of shit when because he yeah. said some really crazy things when um uh, Kobe Bryant died. So, yeah, yeah, and he said something. But again, uh, and I think it's a Jordan Peterson thing. Where you know, if you're not, if you're not willing to, you can You know, you have to be willing to offend somebody to to make something funny or to make a point. Because what he said, and and, and again, is if somebody, you know, if somebody tells you a joke and it's offensive. Okay, or you find it offensive, or you, eh, it, it still came from the position of he thought it was going to be funny. Yeah. It's not like he just went, came out and said, you know, How am I all, going to offend him? all black people are, you know, no, he's not. Yeah. He's trying to make a joke. Yeah, exactly. If it's a, if, you know, like when, um, the, you know, the last instance with the, you know, was uh, on the TV, you know, when that, that policewoman, she shot the guy instead of tasering them. Yeah. I don't believe she did that because she's racist. I, I think she did that because she was a fucking awful policewoman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I did a co podcast for with a, a cop here and, he, we were kind of talking, we got a little deep, but we were talking basically about that. Like, yeah, there are bad people, but in those situations, does that person also go, okay, what weapon am I going to use? Okay. What color? Okay. But that color, okay. never mind, Different weapon. You know, it's just like, yeah. like the odds are people, like you just said, like when they're making a joke, they're not going to go, who, who can I offend today? They're like, I think this is funny. Oh, that yeah. wasn't my bad, you know, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. But then um, if you watch, um, like I, I watched, on loop basically parks and rec the office the american one mm. and uh which is hilarious yeah and hilarious. if if you rewatch them now if you watch them under like through cancel culture eyes yeah it's only a matter of time before some of these go away if yeah, like totally. there's parks and rec there I, there's a running joke and i'm not agreeing with it don't get me wrong but there's a running joke in parks and rec where they show the murals on the wall and they talk about the, their heinous history and they're always a talking about the tribe that was in the city and and there's some pretty intense jokes and i'm like wow i can't imagine those haven't been attacked yet you know yeah, like yeah. These, these jokes are like oh we're gonna delete that season now you know mm -hmm. mm. yeah seth, seth rogan just came out i think maybe yesterday or the day before and he said he now looks at super bad and cringes and he says he wants it he says because and it's like, oh, yeah, I love it. And he says, but he looks at it now, like you were saying, Jeff, through the cancel culture lens and goes, actually, we try to write it because that's how. And it's still true even now, or certainly as in Scotland, 
because I've got I've got two teenage sons, they're 17 and 18. I know what 17 and 18 year olds talk like. And it's exactly <laughs> the same way that I talked at 20, 24, <laughs> five years ago. Yeah. That's how teenagers speak to each other. Yeah. It's funny as well. And hell. he said yeah, he I, wrote I it that, but he he now he now worries it's super bad. Is it homophobic? Is uh, is it misogynist? Is it this? Probably yes, probably yes, probably yes. Is it funny? Fuck yes. Exactly. And that, yeah, it doesn't mean I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm just glad I'm not in charge of that shit, but it does worry me where. And the thing is, the thing is, is like the things that I would say, you know, you know, a gay friend of mine, the things that I say to my gay friend are just same. I would make fun of him for being gay and he yeah. laughs because he knows I'm fucking joking. Yeah. Love that guy. Love that no, guy. That's how it is. That's why I like, I'm, I, I always feel like I'm walking on glass out in this industry or this world or walking, walking on ice, walking on glass. But like when I was in the military or firefighting, that stuff was fair game. Most of the time, I can't think of a time it backfired, but the black guy on our team would say this, some of the most racist white stuff to me. And I would send it right back to him. I won't even go into the details. The In LA actually, um, uh, where was I? Santa Monica. Um, the, the, some of this stuff, some of my gay friend, guy friends would say it to me made me like nervous and they laughed their ass <laughs> off and i was like i was like that's funny don't get me wrong but if i said that to you or that woman walking by i guarantee you i'm gonna be handcuffed you know <laughs> i was like in the right audience it's funny as hell because yeah. you're all on the same page and yeah, it goes yeah. back to what you're saying with earlier where it's like the intention. intention odds are i yeah. don't have a hate crime intention with this but like you know there is a, we live in a bad world but of course yeah it's it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've also said we've also said a few times, and it's actually from a guy I know who's a comedian now, Danny Sloss, and he says every group of guy friends have a WhatsApp group that if it went public, you would all be sacked. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, million percent. There was always a running joke before the internet became the internet of like, you know, hey, uh, guy, like in the military, hey guys, if I die, delete my uh, search history or delete that one. <laughs> Delete that one hard drive. I can't have mom knowing what I was looking at. But yeah, there's absolutely like, I use like iMessenger on my iPhone, but I've yeah. had the same Mac desktop or I've transferred it over. And I have the history of every conversation I've had since I've went Mac on my desktop of conversations and texts. <laughs> Holy shit. I, like, <laughs> I, I might actually need to write that in my will just based on my text conversations <laughs> that I've had. Like I just was texting a buddy I haven't texted forever. And I have the first text we had back almost 10 years ago. And so like, it's everywhere. That shit. Yeah. That the yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> we, and it's not that I would not want anybody to see it. Cause I, I think I'd own up to all of it, but yeah, some of us have a very specific friend audience. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you're when you're saying it, you know the audience that it's going to, and they know where it's coming from. And yeah. but if if you read that out just now, as a script with just no intonation, no yeah. tone, and just read Jeff's part, yeah. blah 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 blah, yeah. and then just let it hang, everybody be like, <gasps> well, and then that goes. That's where that's where headlines are, and you know, and and now this the the clickbait headlines. It's mm -hmm. it's I don't agree with all that shit, but it's also kind of genius. They're kind of like the IEDs, I think, are chicken shit warfare, but they're also genius. Like they cost only a couple bucks. They're not going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. They can kill the morale of the. And I mean, they're genius as far as just like what they do. But 
clickbait and, and picking headlines and cutting context out. That's like the, that's like the IED of, of mass media and we fall yeah. for it. Like there's not a day go by. I'm like, I'm going to click on that. See, you know, what they, what about Scarlett Johansson? Ah, you fucker. You got me, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent true. You know, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a sad world that we find ourselves in. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there's a, a the ship turns at some point, and you know you could start making fun of things publicly again. And we, you know, well, do you guys genuinely like sit back on like more of your introspective days, going, "Holy shit, is this?" Are because you have kids? Are your kids going to go, "Dad, tell us about the time when the world started to collapse"? Like, is this a phase, or is this actually a genuine? fucking thing like the, the do, do, do you know that do you know the funniest thing this is this is a, a genuine true story talking about this whole cancel culture being woke and everything my, yeah. my oldest son is gay openly gay and has been since he was 13 he, he told me at 13 told his mum we're like cool no worries when he was in fourth year in high school so it had been about 15 maybe it was that weird time where over in Scotland, there's basically three weeks where the school year's finished, but they don't break up for summer holidays, vacation yet. Okay, okay. So they have to go into class and just sit in class. So the teachers make up shit for them to do. So what they decided they were going to do one day was get all these 15-year-old kids into the assembly hall, so like the main school hall, theatre yeah. kind of area, and sit them all down and have these people come in and talk to them about things that the youth want to hear about. Okay. So they so they had these guys who were in like their late twenties, early thirties coming in and talking about, hey, we're gonna talk to you about stay safe on the internet. And <laughs> other kids are like, it's fine, we've got these smartphones we're not to talk about. And then they brought this guy out who who was who was a gay activist. So they brought the gay activist in to talk to the school. Okay. And and this guy was up on stage talking and, and he said, But what you have to remember is you have to respect all gay people. And Adam put his hand up. And they went, oh, and, and Aaron says, I disagree with that because what happens if the gay person's also an asshole? Yes. You're so and the activist said, and the activist said, Well, no, you have to respect them. And Aaron said, Well, I could respect their struggle. I could respect the fact that they maybe had challenges. I can respect the fact that they maybe had to fight with what they've gone through, but I don't have to respect them as a person. And the gay activist was going, No, you do, because otherwise that's homophobic you're clearly a homophobe and need to listen at which point aaron's best friend stood up and went aaron's been gay since he was 13 every cunt in here fucking kens at your prick and <laughs> literally the entire auditorium just started clapping and this guy yes. just literally just exit stage left like walked <laughs> off oh, man. and that's the problem is so, i think i'm not perfect but i think ironically some of the most heinous potentially racist or 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 whatever exclusive things can actually be said uh purely like i i that's funny you said that i had the exact same my sister's gay too very open about it too and we had almost a similar conversation where um she's very uh she's very she has a, almost a british dry sense of humor where you're not sure if she just made fun of you because it, it's almost <laughs> dry that dry british intellectual humor yeah and um i said something it was a, the exact same thing i'm like oh man that that lady was a bitch she goes oh is it because she was gay i'm like no gay she, she's just a bitch like i was just straight up i was like has nothing to do with that i didn't even know i was like i was looking at pure like i was the most objective person in the world to have said that and yeah, like some of the most heinous things. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> I, I I used to work. I talked about your son needs. Like, 
give him a handshake for me. Like that is, that gave me the chills. That is so awesome. <laughs> I uh, just talking similar to your story. I used to work with a girl who was a, a Muslim and I know what name her just in case, but she, uh, she used to work with me uh, for that work and she used to help support new stars. And she, she was very direct in how she delivered our, our feedback. Uh-huh. And she was given someone, and, and this young guy who was like 19 years old, and, and the girl was a few years older than him. He went, oh, you're kind of scary. And she went, is it because I'm brown? And he went, no, no, it's, it's, it's not. And just didn't know what to say. And I just I just walked away because I thought, I'm going to crack you. That was, she just literally dry, stone-faced dropped to like, is it because I'm brown? And it was like, no, that's like panic stations, eh? And that's how that's how like terrified we are, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did it to somebody in a sandwich shop. Um, so it was just me. I was in there getting a sandwich, not uh, you know whatever it was at, at work. And um, it was two two women in the shop, and uh, like an older woman and a younger girl. And um, she's, I, I think I'd asked like a, it was a Friday or something, and I was getting a you know a, I don't know if you get them in America, but a crispy cake, which is just like rice krispies with chocolate okay. on it. Yeah, yeah. And I said oh, a crispy cake, and she went white or brown, and I went oh, that's offensive. And she went oh my god, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. And I'm just going, I'm fucking joking, like I'm, I'm joking, like yeah, I want give me the I want do you want the white chocolate? Like what? She, but she got so like she oh, yeah, you know when you see. Edge. When you see like somebody's ass collapsing in front yeah. of you, <laughs> they think their job's going away. And we don't have that. Like this isn't a bit, but like we don't have that. I I don't think I can ever walk around going, oh, it's because I'm white, right? Like we don't ha- we don't have those arguments. Like you know, unless we're talking about like khaki pants or something. Like if somebody hands me, if Dave Chappelle like, gives me some khakis and a polo, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm white. I'll be like, yeah, I'm like, well, you're right. Give me the khakis and the polo. <laughs> I do wear them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's just, you know, this is this is a, this is the battle that we live with, man. But yeah, you know, as yeah. long as people could call out this shit and go, no, I'm not calling you a dickhead because you're gay or a Muslim or black or fucking, yeah. I'm calling you a dickhead because you're a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't oh, care. His son is wise beyond his years. You know what I mean? I don't, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? That's sad. What, a, what a place to what a place to wrap that up. <laughs> what a place to wrap that up. We have no answers for racism and prejudice, but we know how it works for us when it's pure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think about any of that stuff. You know, I, you know when you you know when you know that you're not homophobic or racist, and you just don't care about any of it. Like, I don't. I'm not. I don't, shut the fuck up, guys. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Guy, I, see I, I don't, red. I see red minus gender and skin color. I don't need those those ancillary yeah. things. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I deal with the general public all the time, and some of the people that I, that I hate the most are white. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's, people... Yeah, that's what I miss about like, uh, you know yeah, I mean? like there was a uh, in that. This is like the poor old vet story, but like in that camaraderie, there was there was a purity to the jokes to the yeah. like. And we'll going back to what you said earlier, like this, I, I feel horrible. I can't remember his name, but for whatever reason, without getting into it, there's not a lot of black dude, green berets. I can like, I can only think of a handful I ever met. Hmm. I don't know why it just, there might not even be a reason, but he, um, he and I would give each other shit all the time. And not once in the, would there be, a, if there was a firefight, would I go, okay, I got my black teammate over here, my yeah. white teammate over here. Yeah. Like it was, it was the most sterile yeah. existence you know and and i'm you know like and and 
it's 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 us old guys or whatever going back in my day you know and it's like i don't know how and god bless you for having kids like i don't know how to do it like i'm i'm at a loss yeah, it worries me more. I've I've got three kids, Jeff. So I've got my two teenage boys. So Aaron, the, he's now eighteen, so he's kind of out my hair. No, that I've got here, but he's <laughs> out my hair now. Next. <laughs> I've got my next one. But but Logan's a year younger, um, and he's just literally finishing high school in the next couple of months. But I have an eleven-year-old daughter who's about to start high school after the summer, and and I've said this to Chris, and I've said this before. It's weird because like I'm forty-three next month. So I didn't have a mobile phone, a cell phone. I didn't have a mobile yeah. phone till I was like maybe 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Because they we're just about, weren't we're an age. option. I just, yeah. I've said the same. I, I just turned 43 and I said, we okay. see, I call it, it's like Jesus, like BC and AD. It's like yeah. pre-mobile phones and after mobile phones. Like one of my, my yeah. ex-girlfriends, she, her kid is raised on an iPad. Yeah. And that's their, saw, their, their norm. Yeah. I saw, I saw a video. This was a couple of years back. You know those, um, like for for like literally like eighteen month old to two year old babies, and they've got those books that are like basically cardboard that's like yay thick, yeah. So they yes. can chew on them and stuff. And yes. literally a video, and, and they handed the kid the book, and the kid literally opened the book up and was going like that because they were trying to zoom into the picture. Oh, shit. Because, and literally like twenty months old. But yeah. again, what, what I was about to say is my daughter's had a phone and she was one of the last ones in her class, but she's had an iPhone since she was nine, which fucking is, when I was nine, I was happy with a GI Joe and half a machine gun. Yeah, I, oh, I, had, I, one. I was, you know I mean? I was digging holes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was playing in a cardboard box like, yeah, yeah. Like in the backyard. But she she's grown up with mobile phones. And even when she goes out, we've got a trampoline in the back garden and she literally stands. She, she's a little bit crazy. She stands and bounces on her trampoline listening to YouTube. And then she'll go out with her friends and then she'll come back and I'll go, what are we doing with your pal? She went, we went to the park. And we sat in the swings and watched YouTube together. And I'm like, fuck, that's that's sad. But that's what they all do, that's so it kind normal. of isn't. But mm. as you say, from where we were 15 years ago, 20 years ago, when we were, you know, teens, early yeah, early yeah. 20s, to where it is now, when Anya is 21 in 10 years' time, where's the world oh going to have gone God. to? Do, yeah. That's what worries me. If we've gone from super bad, which is only 10, 11 years ago, yeah. that that's a, an American Pie, the American yeah. Pie series, which I fucking love. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, all it's like oh, faster. it doesn't feel proportionate. It, it's uh, I think there's a, this is a little nerd. I think it's in, in computer in computer science. There's some phenomenon talking about how like a microchip it doubles in processor speed, halves in size every nine months or something like that. Yeah, like that's where we are exponentially. It's not, there's no ratio and it's, I, what's left? <laughs> like, like yeah. now, I mean, AI and all that, and that, yeah, I just want to, I, I want there to be some giant, uh, what is it? An EMP. And I'm going to yeah. go find a cabin and a shotgun and mm-hmm. just ride it out. <laughs> and as yeah. badass as I think I am, I'll probably be the first one crying in the fetal position in the corner, scared of the zombies, giving people my ammo and, and, looking at my new spectrum of suck basically yeah it's uh maybe literally i think <laughs> yeah, exactly like what will you do for those nachos <laughs> almost <gotta> anything <laughs> guys gotta eat yeah no 100 don't judge definitely no but but then as you were saying at the start that that ai is now putting filters on photos where 
it's moved past the, the, the as you were saying, the bunny ears, the, the fake whiskers to, it's is tricky. that her face or not? And I think what impacts that having on her psyche as an 11 year old kid? There's a thing in child development where it talks about, and I'm not getting on masks, but I know there's a thing in child development. Um, forgive me, I'm not even a parent, but this is from my medical training where like at, at a certain age, the kid should be able to grasp and grip and like at a certain age, they should be able to sit up straight. And then there's a certain age where they have to have facial recognition. And that, I mean, again, it's not a mask, anti-mask mask statement, but any kids born now that have been grown up in a mask world, they now, yeah. they don't understand facial cues. And, and I, I use the word not derogatorily, but by its definition, it is retarding the development of those, yeah. those functions mm. and delaying them in, in, the, yeah. in the definition of this sense. And it's, yeah, this is just old man on the mountain bitching and moaning, but I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I, I'm, no, I just... I just sit back and just yell like you kids these days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad yeah. as hell, not gonna take it anymore. Yeah. Well, and I'm here's my funny, I know we're wrapping it up, but my like um I'm getting ready to move. It's it's a long personal story, but I'm moving in with my she's kind of like my sister, and I'm kind of like a godfather to her, her daughters. And I've been alone for years, living alone. And this she has a house, and I'm like, cool, I, I saving money in LA, thumbs up. But I've gone from me and a dog, my way, where everything's at 90 degree angles and clean, to a house full of girls, child girls. And mm. I'm now, I will probably message you in a couple months and go, how do you do this? How do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a sitcom waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a strange thing because I live alone. I live alone and when... You know, if you're speaking to a girl or something, and she, you know, they, they they have these, you know, very specific ways that they do things, and I'm like, no, I just, you know, you know, you know what, you know, what night do you do housework? And it's like, yeah, sometimes I just don't, because <laughs> I, you know, yeah, but why not? Because yeah, I don't want to, and nobody's telling me to do it. It's just about yeah, yeah. I'm very <laughs> OCD, on, and so I'm, on, I'm I'm doomed basically. Yeah. <laughs> on on the flip of that, though, when you live with girls and women, you realise that they have this whole maths in their head where they have to work out if they're going to an event how far in advance they have to wash their hair. I didn't fucking knew that existed. Like, <laughs> like genuinely, well, my first thought like, when you said that was. Oh no, there go my hour-long morning poos. Like how <laughs> no, my, whole, my whole life just got shot down. Yeah, if if you arrange to go out on a specific date, they will backwards calculate that shit in a second to work out when they need to wash their hair. Because they don't that just it's weird. And they do moan when you go for your hour-long poo, but I'm willing to do it because I'm now gonna have to backwards go, plan. To use the Scottish word, we go for a jobby. Just to throw <laughs> the, 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 the British guy, he said that I knew him for two years and he said, I'm going to go take a swamp. And I, <laughs> apparently that means pee, not poop. I thought it'd be poo. I, I can't mm. remember, but it was like, uh, I just got to go for a swamp. That, um, that, that like East End rhyming slang, that Cockney rhyming yeah. slang. Some yeah, he's very, slang. yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said he yeah, a very uh, Guy Ritchie snatch kind yeah. of level of, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he'll look at me and he'll see me replaying what i thought he said in my head processing it and then responding oh, it's, it's like there's a delay in the zoom call when i'm talking to him sometimes because he'll he'll get in that cockney speed thing and i'm like i don't i get lost there's things where um there's so many classic kind of comedy bits where like it's a scottish person you know this is something that happened to me and it's a you know a former guest our former guest laura zera is now you know, a friend now and she was voicemail she was voice messaging me shit face drunk <laughs> she's like try and i have to say this very slowly try and say burglar 
I lot them. So I, you know, I, I told her, you know, <laughs> Scottish people can't see it. So if I try and we see can. it fastly, say, oh, you know, I have to go, you know, my burglar, like my burglar alarm's gone off. And, I, and she was, and she was saying, say it to your phone. Cause like our friends wanted to hear me saying it. And it's just like the most infuriating thing. I had problems with Netflix. Okay. I couldn't get to my Netflix. And I was on the phone. I was on the phone to an American and it, you just because you're Scottish, so you, you get angry really quickly. And it's just, you know, sir, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, fucking, I can't get to my fucking Netflix. Fucking, <laughs> I don't, I, sir, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's infuriating. Awesome. It's the most, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I always say I have the worst accent ears. And I, no matter what the accent is, I, I can't, for some reason, I, I, I shut down. And so, if it's not being racist, but a lot of times it's in, uh, somebody from India taking the phone call on like tech support calls yeah. and all of that, or, or mm-hmm. if it's a thick, like in, in LA, like a thick Spanish accent, I genuinely feel like my ears are like subconsciously racist. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're saying. And I know it's me, not you. <clears throat> Please help me here. Yeah. yeah it's, it happens. Constantly. You need to rename this podcast. Three white guys that aren't racist, but talk about racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we just get cancelled instantly. I know. Everybody wants that. Everybody wants that. But yeah, I am. Um, I don't. Have We're kind of heading on to time, aren't we? I know you I, needed to get. Yeah, I'm just going to say I don't know what, how long we've been going on. I have no reference of exactly. It's, it's in when quarter, my legs go numb. I know it's been an hour. <laughs> Yeah, we're actually heading on. We're, we're rapidly approaching the two hours, so we'll start heading up. Just because you are now, as you said at some point, Jeff, you are an influencer and a content creator, and very proudly. So if we could send people to your Instagram or your social media, where can we send them and we'll tag yes. them up and send some people um, your way, sir? Everything I grabbed uh, was is the Jeff Bosley. Not because I'm being pretentious, but because I was like, you try to mimic the success of others you know don't why don't reinvent the wheel and i was like well hugh jackman was wolverine and he does cool movies and he's the hugh jackman so i'm gonna be the jeff bosley and and now i feel like a pretentious a-hole um uh because it makes me feel like the god and the god you know so but anything and everything is the jeff bosley i i've got that somehow sold my soul to get the blue check mark but yeah i try to be active and I, as like, I mean, lucky, I'm glad I ran across you guys that way. I try to interact and my, I always like promise, like at the end of the day, what I want to do require my customers at the end of the day are the people that go watch these movies or do the whatever, somehow watch the shit I do. So I genuinely try to think about that. Like, like, like if it weren't for that, I mean, if somebody wants, if, if you're so narcissistic, you want to make a movie alone and watch your own movie, you got issues and I don't want to do that. So yeah. like. Yeah, I try to interact and, and do what I can for everybody and try not to influence too much. And I can't make content for shit. So <laughs> you'll see that on my YouTube. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Thank, thank you very much for your time. It was, uh, I'm so glad you guys reached out. Thank you. This is, yeah, man, I, uh, I'm hurting. Welcome, welcome anytime, man. And welcome anytime. Of course. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, let's call it a wrap. So, episode 67 with former Green Beret, former firefighter. LA type, the Jeff Bosley. Episode 67, <laughs> done and dusty. Thank you very much, sir. Oh, man. I'll oh, take man. a rip. The Silly Goose Gang Podcast.